Hello and welcome to Too Fit to Be Tied. Where we talk about health from a variety of perspectives. Emotional health. Mental health. Physical health. And spiritual health. My name is Jerome. And I'm your co-host, Constance. All right, so we're back for another episode of Too Fit to Be Tied. All right, Jerome, we are discussing uh, something that I asked you to actually read. It was an article written. Um, you want to tell the audience what it's titled? Trying to make me learn stuff. I can't exactly remember the name of the title. <laughs> it was, okay. do, I, do I want a partner who, I might be, I'm paraphrasing this. Do I want a partner who expands my world or a partner who fits into my world? And this is an article that Constance found, written by <clears throat> Emily J. Smith. And uh, what what made you? Well, what... it was. I thought it was pretty fascinating because it kind of went into two different theories. And in the article, they did um, they they thought that women were were more sort of lean one way and men lean the opposite way. So I guess we'll see if that's true right now. We'll, we'll yeah. use ourselves as a test. Yeah. Okay. So, do and one way was, do I want somebody who fits into my world? In in other words, um, I don't necessarily need to uh, learn from you or emotionally connect with you. I just want somebody to sort of hang out with. Right. Versus... That may have logistical um, benefit. You know, you just want someone that lives maybe. For example, there are guys that, uh, guys, there are also women too, that live in the city and they mm -hmm. don't want to date anyone from the suburbs. Did you know that? <laughs> because it's too far away or because, because to them it's too far away. It's like too inconvenient. Wow. So there are parameters where they will be like, nope, I only date people in my area. Let, not, let alone like the vicinity. It's like, no, you have to be in the city. So you could be this amazing person that they connect with. Mm-hmm. And they find out that you live outside of the city. It's a no-go. And it's a no-go. Yeah, there are I'm people done. like that. Wow. Okay, yeah, so now you know. Okay. Um, so there's that. There could be, you know, I want someone who, you know, doesn't have kids. Mm -hmm. All right? Because, you know, kids could be little assholes. <laughs> I mean, I'm just not, saying. Not your kids. Not though. Definitely not my kids. But will. other people's kids could be assholes. Yeah. So, you know, you might specify like it doesn't matter i may have an amazing connection to you you and i may have this great relationship but it's like eh, no he's got kids no can't do it and people will because you don't fit into their world you don't okay. fit into their their life doesn't matter the connection doesn't matter the similarity the similarities there are people that just and in the article they 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 lean more toward men being more like that being less flexible and being more stringent about their requirements. So and, and women being more likely to adapt to whatever the man wants. Yes. It, well, yes. I, and getting more of the light, like getting more of the, um, having you add value to your life. That And now I know plenty of men that are not like that. 
So I don't mm-hmm. love the gender bias uh, uh, behind the article. I think yeah. that there's a point. But I think in general, you and I kind of discuss there are people that want you to fit into their world mm-hmm. properly in their mind. And then there are others that, and I, you and I are both that type. We want someone to add value to our lives. We've talked oh, about oh, that absolutely. through so many podcasts. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I can't imagine. Um, so, you know, and somebody that lives close to you or, you know, and fits all these criteria, you're saying there, there's so many constraints that what you're left with is what somebody that just lives close to you and you could sort of hang out with. I mean, to, you know, to me, I need to be able to, I don't know, have a discussion that, you know, allows me to, you know, learn something or, or expand my mind. I'm a kind of a thinker. I'm a sort of cerebral person. Mm -hmm. You would probably say that. I would agree with that. And I would be willing to, to go further out for that because I, would look more at the, I guess, the the character, the characteristics of the person and say, I click with that person. So I'm going to see where this goes, even if it was like, I don't know, a long distance thing or everything else didn't quite line up. You know, I will say that in the past, personally speaking, I do think I chose men who fit into my life. You know, Mm -hmm. I chose someone who was into fitness. And, you know, we looked like this great, amazing couple to other people. And it was this show, you know, they yeah. didn't know what was going on in my home. Um, but that I think was something that was important to me. And mm-hmm. looking back at my childhood, you know, like I always do, cause I like to psychoanalyze everything I do. Um, that was very much a, we all put on a show. It was a very dysfunctional home, but nobody knew it to the outside world. You know, my parents were business owners. And people thought we were like the amazing kids and always beautifully dressed. And my parents, you know, acted as if, you know, they were happily married or, you know, and it was such a such a sham. And so I think I've carried that over into like your belief system where you believe I have to have this. Your your family has to look like this. You mm-hmm. have to be married. And, you know, there are people that stay in marriages because they don't they fear what the outside world We'll think of them if they get divorced. divorced. Exactly. And yeah. it's a lot of it is really and truly, what is it that you're really looking for? And I think at the time I was not vulnerable at all. So I was looking for a, someone who fit into my life. You because know? It, because that's what you said growing up, your, your parents were business owners. And that's that outside sort of superficial yes. way of doing things made made sense to you yes. so that's so that's why you go okay well this has got to look right I remember being you know a young mom and my mother was alive and she's like did you um did you decorate for Halloween and I'm like uh no mom like I didn't have time well your kid is going to grow up to be a monster and I was like <laughs> if I don't decorate for Halloween like it was just this when you're decorating it's mm-hmm. for show yeah. You know, I mean, yeah, I, I you know, I do that now because, you know. Oh, that's a, that's a pretty good metaphor. You're decorating. You're right. decorating to, to make things look like they're perfect. Mm-hmm. But they're not. When, but they're not. Correct. They're not at all. And so I think in the past, I have gravitated more toward the person that looks the right way or, and I don't know who I'm trying to, you know, appease or, but I guess it was just ingrained. And so. Yeah, I didn't have these deep, amazing connections, and I didn't have um, somebody that 
added value to my life. I mean, really and truly. I'm not laughing. I'm laughing at myself because I could, I guess, you know, when I was younger, I would say the same thing. You, I would look at a woman and go, oh my God, she's hot, you know? And then, you know, I look back on. Was she blonde? No. Oh, then she probably wasn't um, hot. She probably wasn't. <laughs> but yeah, arm candy. Yeah. Right. Makes you look good. You know, I mean, not be- I don't think because it made me look good. It's just, but that's all that I was able to see at that point. Okay. You know? And so I think maybe, you know, this aspect, and I'm talking about like high school, mm-hmm. you know, that, that sort of, that sort of thing. Cause you, I guess you don't know any better. So I, I think this idea of having someone that expands your world is probably something that comes with maturity. Agreed. I mean, I didn't even think that was a, th- I didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah. You know, when you're young and I mean, you know, I got married at 18. I did not know that that was a possibility. I never saw it, first of all. So I didn't understand what true love even was or, and that's what I would call truly like people ask, what is true love? Well, I think it's somebody that truly adds value to your life. You can grow with the person. You can, um, you be have a deep, you can be accepted. You have a deep emotional connection and mm-hmm. understanding <laughs> of um, health in the relationship. And I think that those aren't the things that people, if you, if you want someone to fit into your life, you have a lot of parameters, mm-hmm. you know, it's not about that deep emotional connection. And to me, that's really sad because I believe that's out there. We have a, an episode called unicorns reference that one. Yep. And uh, I think it was a good one. I think it was a good one. I think it explains you're you're looking for the unicorn and you believe it it's out there. So that is what is I think most important. And I think when you grow and with experience, you learn what you're really looking for. I think some couples can do that. Mm-hmm. You know, you hear about couples being married at such a young age and they do grow together. Um, but I think that's why there is a lot of the, the divorce rate is so high because you do end up realizing once you have you know, the person logistically living close to you or, um, you know, has the right look or has the right financial status, you end mm-hmm. up realizing after a while that they're not adding value to your life. And right. then what and, happens? And you've probably projected things onto them that aren't actually there. I mean, like I've seen, I don't know if you watch any of these reality TV shows where, um, I don't know, what is what was the one? Um, is it 90 Day Fiance or? Love that one. Um, but these people get together and you, you'll see like, um, two people and not that, you know, age is such a huge thing, but they will be like 30, you know, 40 years apart Mm -hmm. and go, what do they act? What do they have to talk about? You know, this, this woman is 20. This guy is 60. Yeah. You know, you are in such different, you know, I don't know, stages of your life. What can you possibly have to talk about? And I think in that sense, I mean, I think that's what the art, I think that's what the article is talking about. You know, this guy wants this woman to fit into his life. He's not saying, hey, what do you think about, I don't know, my investments or what do you, what do you think about, what do you think about current events? You know, he's just dressing her up and, and taking her around. And she just may want someone to care for her. And if that's, yeah. And, and if that, you know, he expands her world, she fits into his world. And if, if they're fine with it, then but who, I, who my am question, I to judge? This is true. My question is, are those people truly happy when it's all said and done? Well, it depends. Well, okay. Are, are they truly happy? Now, if, if you ask 
me? Would that make me happy? I would say, I would say no, but they may be happy as far as they understand happiness. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because, I, because I think when you get to this point where you're talking about someone to expand your world, you've done some thinking about this. This isn't something that you just. Well, you've uh, also the, had the alternative. I think a lot of times when you've had the alternative, you've had someone fit your life oh. and not really g- give true value and meaning. You end up really wanting that. You end up mm-hmm. yearning for that and realizing you're missing something. Um, and so, you know, a lot of times you hear somebody's divorced. But, that, but that's where, but it's realizing that you're missing missing something. The realization has to come into the play. So, right. so if this guy is 60 years old and he hasn't realized <laughs> that this person isn't adding value to his life, he's not going to realize it. You're, this, that is, that's, that's a true statement. And, and so as far as he's concerned, you know, he may be happy as far as he's able to experience Happiness. Happiness. Yeah, that's a good point. That is a good point. You're right. Had you asked me this question, you know, 15 years ago, I would have had a completely different answer because I wouldn't have really known what happiness even is or what it could be. Um, and I think that, you know, the the other thing is, if you're, everybody has needs and everybody has desires and preferences. And, you know, a lot of times when someone says I've been divorced twice now, not using me as an example, I'm not just Uh saying this because I may have experienced that it doesn't, I don't, and maybe it's because of my experiences. I don't look at them and think, wow, like you couldn't, couldn't keep it together for two times. Like to (laughs) me, I want to like, I want to ask these people, what did you learn? And Uh have you truly learned from your mistakes? Because I do believe that you pick people for example, I picked two people that fit into my life at the time, not that added value. And now, mm-hmm. not that I will get married again, because as we all know, it'll be a fake marriage. But <laughs> my fake marriage Sham. will be to someone that is adding value to my life. Right. That's now, the difference. Now, so when did you get to the point where you understood that you wanted someone to add value to your life. Was it was it when you read this article or was it or was it you understood it but this article just kind of gave you a way to um voice that. that no, thought. I understood it. You know, I think after getting divorced <clears throat> the second time. <clears throat> um I you know, we had boyfriend one. Okay. And like there was value I felt that was being added to my life. I didn't know it was all fake and I uh-huh. didn't know that but if it had not been a fake, it would have been the value that you were looking for. It would have. But you know how you have, and I want you to realize that I haven't really gone into much detail about this, but this was someone who truly tried to give me what I said I wanted, and it was just not um, authentic or genuine or real. And mm-hmm. so had that been authentic, genuine, and real, and the mask didn't come off, and that person didn't turn into like a true narcissist. Um, well, he, yeah. he didn't turn into a narcissist. Well, he was, he, he yeah, was a narcissist right. this is true. when the mask came it's off true. that you were able to see it. You're right. You're right. You're right. Good point. Um, had I, you know, had that not happened, then maybe, maybe things would have been different. Maybe I would have felt like there was value being added to my life. Then we have, you know, boyfriend too. Um, so I'm slowly like, I'm still making the same mistakes, right? I'm still <laughs> picking the people with like underneath the mask. Like it's not pretty. Um, Boyfriend 2 really did add a lot of value to my life. It's just there was mm-hmm. a little bit of a toxic um, 
thing there and anger there that some, I some deal breakers. But but was there any deep deep you know value in terms of respect and um uh, you know genuine like vulnerability? Mm-hmm. No, and I knew that's what I was missing. On on his part. On his part. I needed okay. someone who could be truly vulnerable and let me really in. And mm-hmm. some people can't do that. Yeah. I was one of those people, but now I'm different. So with my experience, I well, feel and, like. And a, well, and a lot of guys are not. I mean, we're brought up to not let people in. Right. You know, you can't, you can't, because that's weakness. Right. And, you know, the number one thing of, you know, the guys are taught is don't be weak. Well, and, that brings me to raising a boy. Uh-huh. I have no idea what the hell I'm doing because I know what I don't want him to turn into. You know, I don't okay. want him to turn into what I've been with. Mm-hmm. I don't want him to not know what emotion is or not be able to express it. I mean, do I want him crying every time, you know, he gets hurt or I, no? I mean, I also don't want that. So there's and I don't you know, I try to make sure that he understands empathy. He understands what emotion is. But when you're raising a child and a boy specifically because of the stigma and because of those things that you've learned, mm-hmm. it's like you you really are at a loss. I mean, I feel sometimes at a loss because I don't know how to raise somebody who is emotional, has emotional depth. Well, I mean, I think, I think first and foremost is don't perpetuate that idea that if he expresses himself then he's weak you know suck it up you know rub mm-hmm. some dirt on it you know which is my personality i mean what? have what? you seen me train <laughs> oh you're tired today right so he oh so he's lost is, i know is right no so, but but i think you know and knowing this and again i don't have kids so you know yeah so take, preach take, to take, me take, yeah. take my advice for <laughs> you know for with a grain of salt but i think is you know the main thing is not perpetuating that idea that you know, if he expresses himself, then it's weakness. And and it doesn't, you know, vulnerability doesn't necessarily mean you're you're crying. It means right. that you're able to express your feelings when something has bothered you. And it doesn't mean that you go and tell everyone about it. Yes. You know, it's there's people that you can let in and if he's got you know, like if he can come to you and say, you know, mom, I've got this, this issue, you know, as long as you're not, as long as you are accepting of it and, and like, oh, you're weak, get back right. out there, you know. Right. You know, it's funny. Like, we I, just had this conversation. So he spent the night by his cousin's house the other day and uh, I ended up finding out because this is how my family is. I ended up finding out through my, from my sister that he wet the bed. So I'm like, mm-hmm. he wet, and we're texting, I'm like, he wet the bed? And she goes, yeah. I'm like, what the hell? So I text my cousin, did he wet the bed? And she goes, did Luca tell you? I'm like. No, like my sister, t- you know, because it, uh-huh. it's just how it's how our Ital- big Italian and Greek family work. <laughs> like one kid wets the bed, the whole family knows about it. So now I go oh, to my son. Poor, poor guy. <laughs> I'm like, did you wet the bed? And he's like, no, I didn't wet the bed. I mean, he was very protective of that, like adamant. Nope, I just spilled some water. And I'm like, okay. So I, I'm trying to navigate and use, like I'm trying to lead him into feeling safe. You know, Mm -hmm. and so I say, listen, I'm not going to be upset. I'm not going to be mad if you wet the bed. You know, I'm fine with that. Like, I didn't think you did it on purpose. You Mm -hmm. know, it's just it's called an accident for a reason. I explained to him what an accident is. And like, it's okay to tell me and I won't tell anyone. Like, I I think he was most fearful that I would tell someone or joke about it 
Uh-huh. Um, which would be something that I could see me doing, you know. <laughs> I, I really could. What, what's good? Yeah, That's progress I, that right. you didn't do that. Okay. Um, like, hey, Luke, you're not going to wet the bed this time, are you? You know, probably I'd be like an asshole oh, like that. Yeah. So, joking. But I don't want to hurt his feelings, right? So, I said, I will never bring it up. I will never tell anybody. And he finally actually said, yeah. well, I think I might have wet the bed. I'm like, that's okay. And he's like, don't be mad. And it was like, it hurt my heart. I'm like, I would never be mad. Now, if you did something on purpose, which I don't think you'd do that on purpose, I would be upset. And I don't like, and I explained, I don't like lying. You can always tell me anything and I won't be upset. And it it was an interesting conversation because I realized that would have never in a million years happened if I was a kid. Oh, yeah. You know? But I, I think, I think that probably goes a long way toward, you know, Having that experience, the next time something happens, he will feel better about coming to you and saying, you know, mom, this mom, this happened. Right. You know, and that is so much better than being a child or being a teenager and trying to navigate these things on on your own because you feel like it's weakness if you tell someone. So. So you're probably you're. I mean, you're, that was a good job. Thanks. I think you. Thank you. you. you did a good I'm, job. I'm, I love I'm how working we get, on it. I love I love how we take these little tangents. these little tangents. We, we, we're you talking think about the audience gets annoyed or they like that, or you I, think I it's think, 50 50. I think they're probably amused by it. <laughs> I, I know when I edit these things and I listen to them, I know I'm amused by it. So, well, as long so, you know, as long so, as you're amused, that's that's what matters. That's what the matters. Most. You're right, as long yeah. as we're having fun. Yeah, um, okay, so backtrack. My point is, I am trying to raise an emotionally deep boy so that he can grow up. To be an emotionally intelligent man who will, will want a woman who will expand his world. Exactly. So, you know, you know, and here's so another. That's here's no a, tangent. There was a point. Okay. I always circle back. Okay. All right. So here's a, this might be a tangent, too. But um, you, you mentioned uh, boyfriend one mm-hmm. who was who gave you everything that you wanted. Mm-hmm. And he gave you everything you wanted because you told him. What you because wanted. I was vulnerable. Because you were vulnerable. Right. And I'm wondering to what extent people should lay out and say, hey, I'm looking for one, two, three, four, five, lay out this list. Is it is it better to just spend time with the person and see what what comes out? Like if you say, I want a person who's kind and this person pretends to be kind, they can pretend to be kind for 90 days or whatever, however long it takes to get you hooked. Versus spending time with them and you going, oh, that person's that person's really. But kind. who thinks like that? That's the problem. See, who thinks I, like what? Like who thinks like, oh, they want kind. I'll show them kind, and then you like, you you put Lot, on a facade. Lots of people do that. Those people are nuts. Yeah, we've been talking about them for <laughs> like. 10, oh, is like that what? The, wait, is that uh, what this podcast yeah. is about? Oh, right, okay. So, <laughs> I, I'm glad. I'm glad the light bulb finally went off. <laughs> okay. I mean, and, and not that you can't tell people what you're looking for but i think i think in any case it's just probably good to see who that person is and then make a determination and then instead of laying out all your cards well i mean laying out not laying out the cards makes it sound like you're um you know being deceptive in some way but i think yeah but okay here here we are we're on a first date second uh date third i don't whatever yeah and we like each other Uh and i'm like jerome what are you looking for I don't think it's, to me, I don't think it's fair for you not to say, I want someone emotionally deep. I want somebody who is 
um, honest, respectful. Like, I feel like I want to tell somebody, this is what I want. Mm -hmm. And then I want them to determine if they should walk away or not. If I say I want someone honest and loyal and you were, let's say, cheating on your wife, Mm -hmm. then you should probably, like, leave the conversation. Like, that's just not you. Well. That's like me saying I want someone blonde, blue-eyed, you know, obese, and facial hair. That's not what I want, but I'm just saying. You, you, should you lost be, me for it. You should be like, yeah, that's not me. This this might not work. Well, I mean, I think if you, I think if you, I think if you're, if you are with someone, you go out, what did you say, like three dates or whatever? Sure. Okay, so. I don't if, know, five dates, ten if, dates, whatever. Okay, so, and I think, I mean, ten dates, I mean, I think at some point you should have started to get a glimpse of who this person is. You're like, you know, interacting with each other. And you hear about this person's life and you hear about what they do, mm-hmm. you should get a sense of who that person is. See, you know? I'm so, putting the pressure on the other person to be like, hey, if you're not any of these things, like, please feel free to exit the, the, the you know, conversation here. Do you know what I'm saying? I, I see. Okay. So I see what you're saying. I, I just think I see it a little differently because, you know, if, if I say, okay, I'm looking for someone who's A, B, C, and D. And okay, so if we if we're if we're on a few dates, I mean we we obviously are into each other, right? Right. But Or I have nothing if, better to do. Or, <laughs> or in which case, yeah, just you know, just roll with it. But but I think if you I mean if you've been out a few times, okay, you obviously like each other. Right. You know. And if if I lay out, okay, I want all these things. How long is it going to be before that mask comes off? Right. Right. Versus, you know, I want to hear about, you know, what, I mean, you know, we're talking and I don't know, somebody cuts you off as you were driving and then, and then she's like, yeah, and I chased him down and got up real close behind him. I'm like, that's a fucking red flag. Okay. Those are the red flags that we've ignored in the past though. Right. You and I both have been like, yeah, but they seem so nice. We we now have learned that when yeah. people, people tell, what is the saying? People tell you who you are. My saying? Yeah. What is it? Okay. People do what they do because they are who they are. Okay. Was that it? That's my saying. Okay. I think I have a saying. I can't remember it, but it's like, okay. people tell you who it's you are. It's probably not as good as. <laughs> no. Mine. People tell you who they are. They tell yeah. you right, but you, you're either not listening or mm-hmm. you are, you have blinders on or, you know. You have rose-colored glasses. Actually, yeah. I had a friend give me a pair of rose-colored glasses because she's like, every time you want to go back to somebody toxic, put these glasses on. That's what you do. Um, however, I think that I just think people tell you, and you you just have to experience that. Well, well that's what I'm saying. People people tell you who they are, and if if that person tells you a story about what happened to them today, it's easier to tell who they are if you haven't said, oh, I'm looking for somebody who's mm. who's really nice. Okay, he's not going to tell you that he punched out the cashier at Starbucks because he didn't <laughs> write his name properly on the cup. You know, he's going to be like, oh, I just, you know, he's not going to tell you that. Right. Because he's going to go, oh, she's looking for somebody okay. who's nice. Okay. And 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 I and I and I don't think it's like deceptive. I think it's just like, hey, let's let's hang out and let me and let's see who each other are. I don't I don't know if that's grammatically correct, but you get yeah. you understand no, what no, I'm saying. No, no, I get what you're saying. No, it's and different. I haven't been leading I haven't been doing that. 
Okay. Which could be this, why. <laughs> could be. Well, this could be the issue. I mean, you know, and this is this is all theory for me, so I'm I'm figuring this out as I go along. But but I think if you just get to see who someone is, then they don't you, have a yeah. chance to to create this mask. I think that most people need to go into when they're looking for somebody to partner in their lives. You need to go in, and I think this article really kind of rang true. You need to go in and think, am am I looking for somebody to expand my world or am I looking for somebody to just fit in it? And I think it's okay. What, what we've accomplished mm-hmm. is it's okay either way, mm-hmm. but the other person has to be on the same page because you get somebody right. who wants you to fit into their world. You get somebody who wants you to expand though. That's that combination is right. never going to work. Yeah. All right. Well, let's go find those people that let's find All that right. unicorn. That's going to expand our world. All right. Let's do it. Is that, I think. I think that's it. That's all we got. All right. All right. So I'm Jerome. Uh, I'm Constance. And And we're going to, we're going to, sorry. We are going to reiterate um, that uh, Emily, what is it? Emily. Emily J. Emily J. Smith. Emily J. Smith. Look her up. Um, Check out her article on. uh, I want someone to expand my world versus someone who fits into it. And again, I might be butchering the title we probably butchered the whole thing but um, you know what read it for yourself and would, get back to us yeah and let us know <laughs> let us know what you think. let us know if we were on point at all i think i feel like we were but <laughs> the, if, if they say we're not then they're wrong yeah, but well, right, I don't know. right. Yeah. this again this is all about us yeah all, all right. right well this is the constance and jerome show so <laughs> is that off. is that what we're calling it or now? jerome and constance show but we changed the name. It's not too fit to be tied. Well, it's the subtitle. A subtitle. Okay. All right. I would call it whatever. Right. All right. I'm Jerome. I'm Constance. And we'll see you next time. Bye.